the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Advocate with your host, Nick Phillips. And now, here's your host, Nick Phillips. Hello, Cleveland. Welcome to another edition of The Advocate. I'm your host, Nick Phillips, and today we're going to be talking to Mike DeVilla, who is running for Ohio House State Representative for the 17th House District here in Ohio. Mike, thank you for joining us. My pleasure, Nick. Thanks for having me back on. It, uh, we've had you on, oh my, over the over the years, I think. And uh, of Many course, times. One, always appreciate it. Well, one of one of the connections we have is we're both military people. Uh, for our listeners, tell us about your your military background and what you're you're involved in presently with the uh, U.S. Navy. Sure, thanks for that. Well, I've been a commissioned officer in the Navy for gosh, it'll be 22 years this spring, so it's been a while now. I'm a commander. An uh, 05, that's the same as lieutenant colonel in the other branches for those who don't track along with Navy ranks, which is a lot of folks, as I've, I've found <laughs> over the years. Sure. Um, but most recently, uh, I just returned from a year of active duty at the U.S. Naval War College up in Newport, Rhode Island, which was a terrific experience. Um, had the opportunity there to earn another master's degree and uh, receive what's called Joint Professional Military Education Phase Two certification. So that will be uh, helpful, we hope, in perhaps one more promotion to captain in the next couple of years here. So that's been exciting. And then I'm, I'm now assigned with a unit that I used to serve with a number of years ago here in Northeast Ohio with U.S. Forces Japan. It's down at uh, Navy Reserve Center Akron, which is actually down in North Canton. And so that's uh, just an exciting opportunity to be back with a, a what they call a joint unit. So it's a, a Navy unit, but we serve with the other branches of the military, and then we interact as well with the Japanese Self-Defense Forces. Well, actually, uh, when I, I was involved in that kind of thing, I, I found it so very interesting. I actually enjoyed it. It wasn't uh, wasn't a drudge. But uh, be, beside the military service, tell us about your prior involvement in Ohio State government. Sure. Well, I had the privilege of serving for six years in the Ohio House in what's essentially the same district that I'm running for now. It's changed just a little bit. But for your listeners, and just as a review for all of us, um, since they've done some, some line redrawing in the last several months here, uh, the new district, the 17th, is um, Olmstead Falls, Berea, Strongsville, North Royalton, and Broadview Heights. So my old district was all of those but Broadview Heights and used to include Olmstead Township. So I served from 2011 to 2016. I was elected by my colleagues as majority whip during my last term in office. And it was just a real privilege and honor to be able to represent about 120,000 residents here in the southwestern part of our county uh, over that period of time. And what years were those? 2011 to 2016. So I've been out of office now for about seven years. And as you may know, and as your listeners may know, we have term limits in Ohio of eight years per legislative chamber so. Uh, this is the first availability that this seat has been back up since I left it at the end of 2016. So I, I sort of prefer to uh, to look at my, my career in, in public life as what I call seasons of service rather than being uh, a career politician who sort of strings together 
uh, endless amounts of time in public life. I, I believe in the concept of being a citizen legislator who comes in, serves, goes back to private life, and then comes back when there's another opportunity for it. Well, with the uh, the term limits uh, always complicating one's career versus the needs to fill these these uh, elected positions is always an interesting thing. But, you know, we're going to take a short break. We're talking to Mike Davila, who's running for state representative here in the uh, Ohio's uh, 17th district. But we're going to take a short break, and we'll be back after these words from our sponsors. You're listening to Nick Phillips here, the advocate here on WHK, The Answer. We'll be right back. Cloud9. It provides complete computer system support for your business and better yet, offers these services at a fixed cost. Cloud9. It is truly a flat fee company whose goals align with those of your business. We both need you to be up and running to make money. Monthly, you'll receive only one bill and all the service that you need. Call Cloud9 now at 844-556-8394 to find out how Cloud9 can save you time and money. That's Cloud with a K, 9, at 844-556-8394 to fix your IT costs now. Everyone needs a dentist. In selecting a family dentist, you want to make sure they are the very best. Dr. Kenneth Wolnick is one of the best dentists in our area. Rated for the past six years as one of the top dentists in Northern Ohio by Cleveland Magazine, Dr. Wolnick is one of the top 5% of dentists awarded a prestigious fellowship by the Academy of General Dentistry. Dr. Wolnick's office is conveniently located at 6363 York Road in Parma Heights. You can reach his office to schedule an appointment by calling 440-888- 5055. That's 440-888-5055. There's nothing better than great dental care from a great dentist. Hi, I'm Pat Lamb. Select Insurance Services is a family-run business and your personal shopper for auto, home, and business insurance. Plus, I'm Dave Ramsey's endorsed local provider. I think you'll agree, insurance is confusing, but at the same time, it's very important to your financial security. We believe insurance should be secured through a professional. Why? Because one wrong click in the do-it-yourself plan could cost you everything. Our approach stands out because we ask the right questions, listen to your personal situation, and share our knowledge to close potential coverage gaps. This is an experience a do-it-yourself plan can't provide. Did you know there could be a coverage gap when you drive someone else's car? So call us today, 440-237-8555, or check us out at selectinsservice.com. 440-237-8555, or selectinsservice.com. Hi, this is Nick Phillips, host of The Advocate. Pat Lamb and Select Insurance have been my insurance agents for years. Wonderful to work with and never a hassle. Call Pat Lamb at Select Insurance for your insurance needs. And now, back to The Advocate with your host, Nick Phillips. Welcome back to listening to Nick Phillips, The Advocate here on WHK. And we're talking today to Mike DeVilla about the Ohio state government. And Mike is a candidate for Ohio House of Representatives District 17. Mike, as, as always, thank you for joining us. And we talked about your Navy service. Thank you for your service. But with regard to honor, run, thank you. Run, running for um, the 17th district, what are some of the issues that are facing the Ohio legislature now that uh, you, you didn't have back earlier uh, in the in the prior time that you were uh, running and elected to office? Well, I think a lot of the issues remain similar regardless at, at the state level uh, whenever one serves in office, and those are typically related to the economy and, 
and education and, and certainly healthcare as uh, major components of, uh, of state government or over which state government has an influence. So we'll be returning, I think, to a lot of those types of issues. I can say that I think we're in a better condition than the last time that our, at the time, new majority came into office in January of 2011. At that point, we were facing an $8 billion projected deficit for the budget that was slated to begin in July of 11. So we had some serious cuts and decisions to make in terms of how to get that budget into balance, which, of course, is required by our state constitution. And we did so that time and then the additional two times uh, that I had the opportunity to work on budgets in uh, 13 and 15. And, you know, each in each of those budgets, we were able to also to cut the personal income tax and eliminate the estate tax, the death tax here in Ohio, and really slash away at the regulatory state uh, by putting a, an initiative into place called the Common Sense Initiative. And that remains to this day. It's actually a sort of a filter through which all potential regulations have to be run in order to determine their impact on real world Ohioans, folks who are, uh, who are doing the work of business and uh, keeping homes and uh, running small businesses and corporations around the state. So uh, we'll get back, I think, to working on more of those types of things once again. Um, it's my vision to try to, to cut the income tax still more. I would love to get Ohio to the place where it's like other states in the country, like Florida and Tennessee and Alaska, that don't have a personal income tax, because I think it's the most punitive uh, tax policy that can be in place with a progressive system so that the harder you work, the more you make, the more you're penalized for it. I think that there are other ways that we can generate revenue for the state that are are, are less punitive than the income tax. So mm-hmm. we'll certainly be working to tackle that once again. You know, over the, uh, the last year, we had uh, constitutional changes with issue one and issue two in the uh, November election. As you're out and about campaigning for the state representative position, what are you hearing about the implementation and the reaction to people of, of these two issues being passed and the changes to our Constitution? Well, I'll say, first of all, Nick, that I was not in support of either one of those issues. I think they're both um, incredibly damaging to uh, the moral fabric of our state and just the condition that we find our culture in today. Um, but clearly a, a supermajority of the voters landed on the opposite side, but I think largely as the result of just outsized spending by out-of-state interests that came into the state uh, to try to drive a certain result. And I think it's interesting that in a state that went um, overwhelmingly for President Trump last time around by an eight-point margin, uh, that both of those issues were lost by actually a similar margin this time around. Um, issue one, as you've noted, is a constitutional Change. So that went into effect uh, fairly soon after enactment uh, on, on abortion and some other uh, regrettable issues that are part of that, uh, part of that uh, policy that now went into our, our state's charter. Uh, the other issue, issue two, is actually done as what's called an initiated statute. And so that's not a constitutional measure, but, uh, but a measure of state law in the, in the revised code. And so uh, as we speak, the legislature is going through a process of uh, refining and uh, fine-tuning that statute, which is related to uh, marijuana use. So we'll we'll see how it works out. I uh, I am hopeful that as as uh, voters actually realize what happened as the result of passing issue one in particular, that we will be able to to go back to the voters and uh, and moderate and modulate uh, some of the really extreme measures that are part of that provision now in our constitution. Regrettably.
Well, from from a legal standpoint, with regard to issue one being a constitutional change, uh, regardless of, of how individual legislators felt about whether issue one should have been passed or defeated, the voters passed it. Doesn't that limit the number of options that the legislators have on, on how to deal with issue one type issues going forward? It would, and that's uh, that's one of the concerns, I think, is uh, when you have all of this money come pouring into the state and you know deeply influence in a negative way the way that the, the outcome of an election takes place, that um, that then has to only be done by by further amendment to the Constitution. So what is now in place in the Ohio Constitution is abortion on demand uh, up to the moment of birth and uh, additional protections for uh, for minor persons to go ahead and make uh, decisions about their bodies that we would never even allow in a lesser sense. You know, I've, I've been speaking with voters recently about the fact that we don't allow minors to make decisions about drinking alcohol or smoking tobacco or, heck, even what time they get home in the evening with their friends. And yet we've now enshrined in our state's charter their ability to make permanent life-changing decisions to their bodies. Uh, it's a really regrettable and, and, and deeply concerning uh, result that has come from this uh, this infusion of cash into the state by interests that don't have the best interests of Ohioans in their minds. The, the governor just signed an executive order recently that uh, limits uh, hospitals from performing surgeries on minors without uh, parental involvement. Uh, how, how long do you think that can hold things up in, in the face of a constitutional, constitutional change in, in this whole issue? Well, I think we'll see. As with so many of these things today, they end up in the unelected branch of the judiciary as opposed to uh, the elected branches of the legislature or the executive, which is where these types of policy decisions are properly made and constituted. So I suspect that a number of these issues will land up there in in some form or another. Uh, But with respect to the, the executive order that was related to House Bill 68 that the governor unfortunately vetoed and that the House overrode just earlier this week, um, you know, th- those kind of measures in the form of EOs or even regulatory changes that go in the administrative code, I don't think are the appropriate way uh, to deal with these really important life-altering matters. And so the legislature, uh, both in original passage and now in overriding, at least in the House, the Senate is to pick up this measure again later this month, uh, have, have tried to do the right thing by at least placing that in the revised code into state law where it belongs. So... I view the EO, both in this case, uh, both at the state level and the federal level, frankly, as uh, as stopgap measures that can be changed as soon as the governor changes. And that's not really where you want that type of policy uh, enshrined as in, in uh, a temporary type of document like that. You want it in uh, a more permanent form, at least in law. Oh, well, I see. And I can see it's a sticky situation, especially when you have uh, different sides represented by let's say, people who are in government versus what the voters voted for in the constitutional change. A different issue going to the primary. Uh, the primary election for this position is coming up when? It's March 19th, so it's approaching really quickly. We are now inside 10 weeks, and uh, we've been out knocking doors, as we always do in all of our campaigns, as you know from our prior conversations. I think we knocked on about 60,000 doors the last time I was in office and running for office. So we're into that process once again. I, I still believe that the best way that you can reach voters is to go around and actually visit with them. And I don't care mm-hmm. that it's cold outside. It's, uh, 
it's a great opportunity to go visit with them in that way and see what's on their minds. Well, with that in mind, uh, it's it's a real-time polling that you're doing, because you're hearing about the real issues that are on the minds of the constituents. What are the top issues you're hearing when you're out, out and about knocking on doors? So very much like that when I first ran the last time around in the 2009 and 10, it's back to the economy. And, you know, back then we were coming out of um, the housing crisis and a recession. This time it's really the impact of, uh, of Biden inflation and excessive spending at the federal level and high prices for food and gas and other essentials that we're hearing about quite a bit. And then uh, over the last few years, I think coming out of the pandemic, uh, it has arisen in the minds of a lot more people, the impact of education uh, and what's, what's happening in our schools and trying to get sort of our arms wrapped around that as, as voters and residents a little bit more. So um, concerns about parental consent and parental choice and involvement in curriculum and, uh, and, and the overall uh, transparency and strength of our schools continues to be something that's on the minds of a lot of people that we visit with. We're going to take a short break. We're, we're talking to Mike Davila. He's a former state representative for the state of Ohio, and he's running for uh, election to the, the representative position of the 17th Ohio House District. We'll be back after these words to talk to Mike about uh, what, what does he see the future to bring here in Ohio and what he can contribute to that. After these words, you're listening to Nick Phillips here on WHK. The answer will be right back. Cloud9. It provides complete computer system support for your business and better yet, offers these services at a fixed cost. Cloud9. It is truly a flat fee company whose goals align with those of your business. We both need you to be up and running to make money. Monthly, you'll receive only one bill and all the service that you need. Call Cloud9 now at 844-556-8394 to find out how Cloud9 can save you time and money. That's cloud with a K, 9, at 844-556-8394 to fix your IT costs now. Everyone needs a dentist. In selecting a family dentist, you want to make sure they are the very best. Dr. Kenneth Wolnick is one of the best dentists in our area. Rated for the past six years as one of the top dentists in Northern Ohio by Cleveland Magazine, Dr. Wolnick is one of the top 5% of dentists awarded a prestigious fellowship by the Academy of General Dentistry. Dr. Wolnick's office is conveniently located at 6363 York Road in Parma Heights. You can reach his office to schedule an appointment by calling 440-888-5055. That's 440-888-5055. There is nothing better than great dental care from a great dentist. Hi, I'm Pat Lamb. Select Insurance Services is a family-run business and your personal shopper for auto, home, and business insurance. Plus, I'm Dave Ramsey's endorsed local provider. I think you'll agree, insurance is confusing, but at the same time, it's very important to your financial security. We believe insurance should be secured through a professional. Why? Because one wrong click in the do-it-yourself plan could cost you everything. Our approach stands out because we ask the right questions, listen to your personal situation, and share our knowledge to close potential coverage gaps. This is an experience a do-it-yourself plan can't provide. Did you know there could be a coverage gap when you drive someone else's car? So call us today, 440-237-8555, or check us out at selectinsservice.com. 440-237-8555, or select 
www.insservice.com. Hi, this is Nick Phillips, host of The Advocate. Pat Lamb and Select Insurance have been my insurance agents for years. Wonderful to work with and never a hassle. Call Pat Lamb at Select Insurance for your insurance needs. And now, back to The Advocate with your host, Nick Phillips. Welcome back, Cleveland. Nick Phillips with you with another segment, our final segment of The Advocate for today. We're talking to Mike DeVilla, who's a former state representative for the state of Ohio, and he's running for 17th Ohio House District representative this year. And, Mike, uh, thank you for joining us. And uh, what what do you see uh, coming uh, at us here in the state of Ohio for the next uh, year or two that you can do something about in the state legislature? Well, as we were talking about in the last segment, I think two of the big issues that are on people's minds right now are the state of the economy and our educational system in the state. And those, I think, at the state level are policy areas that legislators can have a significant impact on. So um, I I do, if I have the opportunity and the privilege of serving once again in the legislature, I want to continue focusing on on tax and regulatory policy for the state uh, to try to make a difference as we can at this level, separately from what unfortunately is going on in Washington in many ways, uh, to try to improve our business climate and um, and our opportunities for, for job growth here in the state of Ohio. You know, we got good news with Intel coming in and, and some other uh, bits and pieces of, of favorable news r- with regard to our unemployment rate and uh, and job creation here in the state. But there's more that can always be done, I think, to create a more favorable environment. So uh, we'll definitely be focused on that. And, um, and as I mentioned in the last segment as well, just try to focus in on making sure that we have the best possible education system here in the state. Um, during some of my time out of office here the last few years, I had the opportunity to work on and complete a doctorate in education focused on uh, citizenship primarily, which has been uh, an issue of, of great interest to me for a long time. And um, as I, I look at, at our society today, I have concern that uh, fewer and fewer people have the awareness that they ought to in a self-governing free republic uh, to make the types of decisions that, that need to be made just as, as regular citizens, not as folks who serve in office. So I want to continue focusing on making sure we've got the best possible school system here in Ohio that really focuses in on citizenship and job preparation for young people. Well, that sounds like a good target. Uh, you mentioned uh, in one of the prior uh, segments about the constituents being interested in the economy and cost of living. Uh, how do you view and, and what's your assessment of Ohio, generally speaking, with regard to its current state of the economy of the state and what it's going to look like for the next year or two? I think we're in decent shape compared to some places in the country. But, um, you know, we, we have headwinds once again from Washington, D.C., as we had, again, right around the first time that I was running uh, back in 2010. And so there's work that has to be done at, at the state level to try to mitigate some of those negative policies that are coming out of D.C. And again, I think the best way we can focus on that is the tax and regulatory regime that we have in our state, which are state-by-state decisions around the country. And, you know, people vote with their wallets and their feet. And, uh, you know, Ohio historically over the last number of decades has been one of the slower-growing states in the country. And I think we can find ways to try to improve that. But again, it comes down to to creating a more job and business-friendly environment for people here in Ohio. With that happening, I know we've been talking about that for literally decades to make Ohio a job-friendly sure. state and that uh, the major concern is jobs, jobs, and jobs. I've always heard that. Uh, do you see any major changes or new programs that are on the horizon you'd like to promote? 
Well, specifically, as I said, I think much of it comes down to uh, to how we treat our job creators in the state, and that mm. that once again gets back to really what the tax policy is. I, I served last time that I was in the legislature during our first term on the Ways and Means Committee, which is when we had the the opportunity to eliminate the death tax here in the state. And you know, a, a constituent here in the district at the time who owns a, a multi generational family business indicated to me that our decision to do that was critical in keeping his family business here. And it's a company that all all of your listeners would know. But uh, I'll keep that private conversation between the, that gentleman and myself. Mm-hmm. But we'll just say, you know, he made the decision to keep that company here largely based on the fact that we created a more tax-friendly environment for family-owned businesses. So that was a really big deal for his family and for all the people who work for him. And, um, you know, as, as a job creator in this part of the state, it's, it's a big deal. Well, we need to keep the businesses we have. We need to keep them healthy and keep them here and uh, then also start new businesses. Well, anyway, Mike, I'd like to thank you very much for joining us today, and good luck with you on your campaign and uh, for the 17th House District. And uh, we'll uh, stay in touch as we go throughout this election year. That sounds great. Thanks so much again for the opportunity, Nick. You're so welcome, Mike. Take care. And uh, that's our program for today, so thank you very much for listening. We'll be back next week, same time and same station here on WHK. So have a wonderful, happy, and safe week. In a dream Or in my drifting days After the war I found a tea room North of the Mozambique shore The Advocate is sponsored by Nick Phillips and is responsible for its content. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn Head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency Knew all the government's dirty secrets He was one of the most respected generals in the military Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to He understood its funding He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors This set off alarm bells The explosive new documentary, Flynn Deliver the truth, whatever the cost And covers the facts behind this scandal Flynn told the truth He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life Is right here in America They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it I was like, I'm not changing it They had to get rid of Flynn With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.